This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. You are entering the Blaze Threat Ops Center. This is a secure space. All outside comms are down. Prepare to receive the bug brief. Michael Pregent joins us now. He's an adjunct fellow at the Hudson Institute, where he's a senior Middle East analyst, and he's also a former military intelligence officer. Great to have you, Michael. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. All right. The effort to take Mosul back from the Islamic State is now many weeks underway. What is the latest in this battle against ISIS on the ground in northern Iraq? Well, it's slowed down to a crawl. Um, as uh, the Iraqi security forces are starting to enter from the east, they're encountering a lot of resistance, but they're not getting the U.S. Uh, air uh, support or artillery support that they had counted on. And that's because the United States is not going to provide artillery and air support to a predominantly Shia force as they enter a predominantly Sunni town uh, where there's still a population of almost a million people still there. So that's why it's slowed down to a crawl. And the, so far, the, the humanitarian issues that have been concerns uh, leading up to this about refugees fleeing the area, uh, the numbers are, are surging. Are they able, are the uh, proper authorities and resources in place to try to handle the, the outflow of refugees, or are they becoming overwhelmed? Well, they're already becoming overwhelmed. I think there's 50,000 refugees that have, that have left Mosul so far, um, and they are running out of food supplies of some of these organizations. But what's more telling is the direction in which the refugee flow is going. The refugees aren't going to the, to the west, where the Shia militias are. They're not going to the south, where the Iraqi military is. They're preferring to go to places where the Peshmerga are control of territory because the Peshmerga have a heavier U.S. presence and they believe that the U.S. can actually act as a guarantor, but they don't feel necessarily the same way about uh, moving towards uh, predominantly uh, Shia forces. Uh, and one of the one of the things we're we're seeing is when CNN, Fox, BBC report on this, they're they're saying that the Iraqi military is separating the women and children from the men. Now that is a normal process, a process that is more comfortable when the U.S. is doing the vetting along with Peshmerga to make sure that any military-aged male who's actually affiliated with ISIS is, is screened out. The problem is when the Iraqi security forces do this, or when the Shia militias do this, they basically say that any Sunni military-aged male is likely to collaborate with ISIS. And we've seen people disappeared off the battlefield in Fallujah, Ramadi, and Tikrit when the Shia militias and the predominantly Shia Iraqi military are left in charge of this process. Now, as U.S. support directed to the Peshmerga is, is limited, because we don't want to be, well, we don't want to be, one, taking any casualties, but also we don't want to be too close to uh, some of, some of the, the battle. They want it to be an Iraqi-led force, and they want the tip of the spear to be Iraqi as much as possible. The Shia militias, it seems, are going to be more heavily utilized in this process, which could bring about some serious sectarian tension. What I'm looking at now is so you look at the, the forces that are participating in the Mosul operation. It's a counterterrorism service. A lot of these guys are already bandaged from previous battles. They're going in with wounds that they sustained fighting into Crete, Ramadi, and Fallujah. They're taxed. These guys 
are, are tired. Uh, they're effective, but they're they're just over overstretched. The 15th Iraqi Army was was or 15th Iraqi Army Division is out of Baghdad. So this is, these are all uh, Shia uh, soldiers. A lot of them affiliated with Jaysh al-Mehdi, Muqtad al-Sadr's group. The 9th Iraqi Ar- Army Division is is all Shia. Now notice, I just talked about the Iraqi Army units. They're already heavily infiltrated with militias, except they wear uniforms. They're still flying sectarian flags. Now, the Shia militias in the West, as they move to Talafar, uh, they're going in, and they're, they're starting to cause problems there. What I'm looking at now is where do these Shia militias put their artillery and their rockets? Because the United States and the coalition is not going to blow up civilian neighborhoods like the Iraqi military and the militias did in Fallujah and Ramadi. So if you keep track of these Shia militias where they put their artillery and rockets, that'll be very telling because as they move into range of Mosul, they will start hitting these neighborhoods where these population centers uh, are still uh, in play. Is there any sense uh, that you've picked up from your contacts on the ground that the Sunni Arabs who live in Mosul, a city which no one really knows how many people live there now, but it's in the past it's been about a million people, uh, do you get any sense from, from those who are in contact with Sunni Arabs there that they feel like it's a good thing, obviously, that the Islamic State is hopefully going to lose uh, control of Mosul within weeks, maybe months, uh, but it's certainly taken a very long time for the Iraqi government to get the, to this point. It feels like a, a, an unacceptable delay, despite the fact that we should be, it, it's a positive development that this is happening. It took, what, two years? Well, I, I would argue we never really um, defeated or controlled Mosul uh, when the U.S. was there. We developed networks. We developed relationship with tri- relationships with tribal leaders. We built a Sunni intelligence network. And we slowly used uh, an intelligence-backed uh, strategy to decimate al-Qaeda leadership, which led to their demise, using the Sons of Iraq and the Awakening. I think that this is a great opportunity to do that, put that back in play now. Um, obviously, you're not going to be able to take Mosul if the civilian population stays there and the U.S. is unwilling to provide air support and artillery. And you just don't do that because of the indiscriminate targeting and the civilian casualties. Now is the time to slow it down start developing Sunni sources, have them provide intelligence, because they've been doing that. They've given intelligence to the Peshmerga and the and some of the Iraqi security forces that have pinpointed ISIS locations that have allowed U.S. airstrikes to come in. I think right now, if, if I was able to advise somebody on it, I'd say, let's slow it down. Let's make an intelligence-driven operation that empowers the Sunni population in Mosul with manpower and intel to, to go after ISIS. And then create that political space for them to start building trust with Baghdad again. But that requires huge leverage on our part uh, with Baghdad to increase that leverage, to pull those those levers to make sure that we uh, make Baghdad a government that the Sunni population in Iraq can trust again. And that's going to be the hardest challenge. And this clearing operation, your expectation, Michael, is that this will last months at this point? Well, there'll be a, uh, there could be a PR victory where they say, hey, listen, we replaced the flag in the center of Mosul and we've defeated ISIS. Because if you look at Ramadi, Fallujah, and Tikrit, that's exactly what happened. But if you look at any of those three cities today, you'll still see that there are ISIS networks um, active and that they're still be able to conduct high-profile attacks to include Baghdad. So there, there can be a victory that the media celebrates that ISIS has been defeated in Mosul, and I would argue that 
that isn't going to happen until uh, the city population of Northern Rock trusts Baghdad. So I see this going on for a while. Uh, like I said, uh, we were there from from 03 to, to 11, and there were still pockets of resistance in Mosul, and they just chose not to uh, attack us. Uh, Michael, switching gears one more with one more question for you. Your former U.S. military, what do you think about the likely pick of General Mattis for Secretary of Defense? I love the pick. I hope he takes it because he balances everything that people are worried about with the Trump administration. He's hard on Russia. He's hard on Iran. He's pragmatic. He believes that the use of military force needs to be one where you only put the military in if you want to win and you're going to empower them to win. I, I hope he takes the position. He'd be a, a great voice, a great pragmatic voice, a well-respected voice, and I think he would he would uh, stay the concerns of, of most Middle Eastern leaders on what the next administration looks like over the next four years. Michael Pregent is an adjunct fellow at the Hudson Institute. Mike, always great to have you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine, and they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.